Welcome to the Shift Daily Podcast. I'm Eric Chapman. It's a daily bite-sized morsel of our four-hour middle-of-the-night radio show. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show, and share with anyone you like. Get it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and CuriousCast.ca. The Shift Daily Podcast starts right meow. And Jason is here as well. Jason, how are you? Good, Jason. Oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. Sorry. I forgot about the delay. (laughs) Yeah, it's always there. It'll always be there, man. That's That's an an extreme delay. Just wait. Okay, okay. I want to time this delay really quick, Jason. So uh, you just just say hello as soon as I stop talking. Hello. Whoa. That was a solid four seconds. That's a good four-second delay between you and I, bro. Oh, boy. All right, it's going to be a long night, guys. I'm going to try and uh, log out here and see if wow. I can come back in. Yeah, let's try. Yeah, yeah, do your Wi-Fi thing. Maybe try the Opal, too, if we can, if you have that. Do you have the Opal, Jason? Uh, it's still uh, clicky. <laughs> Is uh, it? Okay. Kind of I clicky, think, man. Well, we'll figure it out, brother. Don't worry. So Jason, last time you like logged out, and then you had to log out of everything. It logged you out of everything, right? So you oh, no. So we want to lose them forever. Oh, well, you know, it's that's debatable. Yeah. That's debatable if we could yeah. lose them forever. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna have too much. Get that off, Ray. I don't know. if I, I guess everybody else. Yeah, you, you, everybody else can probably hear it. We'll get you in, Jason. Don't worry. You reconnect. We'll get you back on, brother. We'll we'll get you in. You got some stuff to do in the twelve o'clock hour or the one o'clock. What what time is the show in? Too the one, the la, the last hour, the fourth hour. Forget we're across Canada, so it's specific times doesn't help anybody. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm in a little bubble looking down on everyone. Hello, my people. So I watched Borat on the weekend. My name is Bora. And I must say the movie was Good. um I don't know that I I I specifically watched it for the I'm sorry um, there might be a spoiler in this just so you know so I'm going to give you a second. We're talking about Borat the subsequent movie film. And 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 I saw I I specifically watched it for the Giuliani scene. Ray did you watch it? I did. And what did you think first off? Uh it like the whole movie as a whole, or that Giuliani. Scene? Uh, the, the movie as a whole. I thought it was pretty good satirical yeah. stuff. Like obviously, there's a lot of. Uh, it's it's a movie. Yeah. But there is a <laughs> yes, lot. Yes, Ray, you are correct. <laughs> it is a movie. It's a movie, but it's meant to show the. Uh, yes. The what's going on in America? And right. Show that there's like yeah. a little. There's a little bit of time difference because all of a sudden they're in Georgia and then uh, then like an hour later they're yeah, in New weird. York. So yeah. there's a little bit of time jumping. But yeah. if you turn that part of your brain off and you just see what – if you saw the first movie, it's kind of yeah. similar vein, right? But, yeah, I appreciate what he does. I laughed a few times pretty hard. Yeah. But I, just the Giuliani thing, like he, I, I don't uh, – I don't see the purpose in releasing that footage earlier because it's kind of like it's it's in the eye of the beholder with the Giuliani so you're, you're scene. setting it up to it's like this is coming out. You're setting up too high. Like yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like you re- at this moment in time they really. I guess it's a just smart marketing. They really use that part of the movie because you see and you're like, well, I don't know. Could be anything. You know, it's pervy. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, it's definitely he's definitely pervy. pervy. Like yeah. there's no question there. But what is he doing? I don't know. So yeah, I watched it and it was, it was, Good. yeah. Then in the end, it's not gonna. They've been through so many scandals. This is not. This is just another drip in the. Oh yeah. This is not gonna. Yeah. Impact the their party at all. No, not at all. Yaximat. And the the twist at the end is is really really good. It's brilliant. I must say. So yeah. So uh, uh, good. It got wow, out. Wow, wow. 
I'm gonna give it a um, eight. Yaksimat. Out of ten. On on the. Yaksimat. Uh, scale eight out of ten. Getting texts already, 877-399-9898. Send them all night. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to say? You want to make fun of Jason? You want to make fun of Ray? Hey, that was a rhyme. I didn't even mean to do that. Get one already, 877-399-9898. Hey, Eric, great to hear you. Love your laugh. Hi, Jason, and Matt's there too. No, Matt's not here tonight. Uh, it's Ray. Ray Ray. Ray Luck. Say hi, Ray. Hey, what's up? There you go. Um, there's also, really quick, I wanted to touch on this. Uh, did you see the $15 million house in Alberta that's for sale? 15 million bucks. It's just, uh, where is it? It goes to auction on November 25th. It's west of Calgary. 10 bedrooms, 14 bathrooms. 14. There's more bathrooms than bedrooms. Six car garage, cigar parlor. Come on, it's 2020. Who has one of those? A movie theater elevator and $2.5 million in furnishings. If you're interested in making an offer, you can call 403 829 3776. But it just got me thinking about my dream house, and that's not it. My dream house is three bedrooms, 2,000 square feet in the middle of nowhere. The key that, to my dream house is that it's in the middle, in middle of nowhere. Really? Like four hours from population. Okay. No, two, two, two hours. Two hours. No, an hour. An hour. An hour. Well, I have a car, Ray. I can drive. But I, I would like to be close to like a superstore, a Walmart, at least Costco. <laughs> You know? <laughs> really? So you dream? So you would? You're, I don't dream to be near one. I just dream. I wish it was. Your it was dream close. house would be close to a Costco. It would be not four hours away from civilization. No. Well. Oh God, that's, that's the best. If I could walk away from all this, Ray, I would live in my house. But but you're right. The square footage. It. it yeah. I don't need it Modest. to be excessively big. You don't need 14 bathrooms. No. Like, no. How would I know where? I, oh, where did I leave my my phone? Right. <laughs> Which of the 14 right. bathrooms did right. I leave it in? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Ray. Good point. That's just too much. You yeah, a couple. Your, you have your wife call it and just rings, and you don't know. Right? Which oh, you're running in the bathroom. Hold on, honey, I'm coming. Is it in this one? Is it in this one? No. Did I drop it in this toilet? I don't know. Imagine having to clean all those toilets. And see, I wouldn't get a housekeeper because I like cleaning my own stuff. And it just seems housekeeper just seems like. I don't know. I couldn't pay someone to clean my mess up. It's gross. It would take her four hours to get there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'd get him a little house. I could live in the back 40, Ray. Come on, man. Get All me right, out okay, of here. I thought of that. But then is your house cl- cleaner okay with living so far away? You well, she, you, you well she, to took the, her... she took the job. She's right. in the house. Right. She's obviously okay, okay with it. You just need to be near a Costco, eh? Medium-sized I, house near a Costco. Just as long as I'm... <laughs> if I'm still What's going to What's the farthest work? you can be from a Costco for your dream house? Uh, I mean, I would have to be able to drive to Costco, like 10, 15K. Okay. <laughs> I love that that's your, uh, not the Costco in particular, but that you need to be near stuff. I need to because um, my wife and I just recently bought a home, a house. Get out of here. A, you a bought duplex, a house? A duplex, a duplex. You live in the lower mainland and you bought a yeah. place to live? Yeah, it's in Coquitlam. So our, our wow. requirements was as close to a SkyTrain. Okay. Uh, like walkable, prefer, preferably, yeah. and... That's that's kind of our gauge. Like we don't want to have to drive to a park and ride. Right. We don't want to have to like walk or take right. like, excessive buses. Yes. Waiting for the bus is the worst. It is. So I just want to be able to walk to a SkyTrain, which is. You are know, you near Costco then? In the place I you am. bought? Yeah, oh, how yeah. far are you from the Costco? <laughs> I will look it up right now. I'll tell you. I'll check, get back to you. Two minutes. Uh, on? Jason, you back? I think I'm think I'm back. Is this on? Yeah. You, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, sir. That, that's much better. Your delay is much better now. 
Awesome. Um, but to to the to the mess thing, Eric. Um, I I work uh, behind Eric or before before I started working from home. You're like the least messy guy that I know. Like your desk area, if I that's know. a translation to how you live, <laughs> is so clean, bro. Like every time I walk it past is. Eric's desk, I'm like, it's so clean. It is. I'm I like, I take pride. I love things clean, Jason. I'm a clean freak. Yeah, man. So don't worry about the housekeeper cleaning up your mess, man. Because I don't think she'll. <laughs> I don't right. think she'll have to do a lot, man. Again, I won't need a housekeeper. Jason's right. See, for that reason, I wouldn't need a housekeeper. Like the little, you know, the little screws on your toilet. That's how I judge how clean someone's house is. Screws on your. You toilet. know, like the little uh, plastic covers oh, that go on, on the top. lug bolts. Oh, you if mean those like the... are spotless, then I can hang with you. If not, mm, man, my, if just like you I'm can probably tell not coming over. The discoloration of the grime there. <laughs> yeah, right? you see that. And then like, the, like if the plastic's kind of like a yellow tinge mm. to it, it's like ooh, bro. Yeah. I don't know if we can hang. Was there a was there a four inch flood in here once? <laughs> right, right. When was the last time you cleaned this? So how far is your house from it Costco? Four point one kilometers. Oh my goodness! So you could close. walk there. Oh, that's a dream. You could walk there in I ten minutes. Wa- I'm not going to pack Kirkland on your shoulders. <laughs> like, look at all these mangoes I bought. <laughs> Ow! All these all these odd shaped objects are things. impossible to carry. How many nacho chips do you need, Ray Luck? I don't know. Enough to. Lay on the floor, lay on the uh, outside of the house like a home alone trap. Is that what you do? No, I don't know what we're doing because our our home, it's kind of bigger than we're (laughs) accustomed to. It's like 1,800 square foot. How many bedrooms? Two plus den, but that third one we're probably going to turn, add a closet and turn into a bedroom. Two plus den. Wow, dude. Yeah. Did you win the lottery? No, I wish. Man, look, I'm so happy for you. That's so great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, like, is it all furnished and yet? St- are you like furnishing it still? Or it's, uh, we're moving in in about. Oh, you haven't even moved oh, in yet. We are moving in, in like three weeks. Oh wow. Yeah. So, so how many places did you look at before you found this one, Ray Luck? Two or three, I think. I think the thing is, we didn't like the generic cookie cutter cookie cutter townhomes. Yeah. They're they're good. They're yeah. good for living in, but we're we're just not fan of the cookie cutter style. You didn't uh, you didn't find one with an elevator in it like this house no, in Alberta, no, worth fifty no. million. No, no, we didn't. But uh, we found this duplex that was wow. just uh, it has a lot of personality. Okay, what do you mean by that? It it's such an odd shape. It is. A, we're talking about the duplex, not the duplex. my body. No, we're talking about the duplex. Okay, yeah. okay. We'll talk about your body next time. Oh right? God, please no! It's oddly it, shaped. It is a as well. really odd shape. Like the only <laughs> thing I think one of the not selling points why it yeah. didn't sell for a while was yeah. because the roof. It's like a they call it a French inspired something. I can't remember. But the roof is so narrow that our bedroom and the upstairs bedrooms are. Um, the walls oh, are you have curved. the slanted wall. Oh, see, yeah. I like that. It's I think cool, that's cool. But yeah. it really, you realize how much space you actually lose right. when you live in there. Right. And like putting in furniture, putting in a, a, a wardrobe. You're going to put a wall oh, because you have to put in a wardrobe. Yeah. Like the walk-in closet is kind of tiny, but it's just that's that a weird it's limiting. The walls, the way they slope, like they're literally yeah, from no, the ground. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. You're cutting off square footage because totally. you're like six feet from the wall, but you can't walk there because no. of the angle. No, yeah. Oh, see, I like that. It's like Harry Potter. It reminds me of like Harry Potter it or is, something like that. See, that's why it's got its quirks. It's neat, but livability, sometimes it can be right. a little strange. We'll find out in three yeah. weeks if we like it or not. Yeah. I guess you can just sell it if you don't like it. Yeah. Can't you? We, you own always? a house, bro. What's that like? What does that feel like? I don't know. It's a home, home, <laughs> a home house owner. Yeah. I don't know. I have to wheel, I would, I wheel never, out the garbage thingy now. I would never. I never in my life will. I, I have never imagined that I will own a home ever. Really? Well, yeah. Well, you got a partner. Yeah, that's that helpful. Helps what does too. your partner do? Can I ask? Yeah, she's in wealth management. Oh, well, good for you, Ray. <laughs> 
You wow. married smart. No, it's, we're not, it's not loaded by any means. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying that, but I mean, wealth management. She manages money, so she's going to be good with it at least. Oh, yeah. Right? I'm just, I just sit there and zonk out whenever there's do, some money. Does she do your taxes and all that stuff for you now, too? Uh, she will, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. See, that's a good move when you're in radio because we don't make any money. We no. get paid in birdseed. Yeah. And now you can have a regular life because you have a wife that is in wealth management. And you have a house, Ray. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you're going to do when you move into your house? I'm probably going to cook. Make something. Nice. Make something, make the house Make sweet smell. love? No. No, no, no. Okay, sorry. No, it's a little. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably make a big pot of pho. Oh, yeah. Do you make yeah. homemade pho? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ray, oh, I'm learning gosh. so much about you. Yeah, see, there you go. It's not hard. It's just you just have to buy everything and throw it all in a pot. Boom. That's like any other recipe, Ray. You yeah. buy everything, you throw it all in a pot. <laughs> <laughs> have we started the show yet? Yeah, man. We started about 10, 15 minutes ago, bro. <laughs> we haven't gotten to anything. That's fine. Yes, and now, we, we've and now gotten we're to talking you. about pot. Yeah, yeah, we've gotten to you and your house. We went, oh, okay. well, we're, to, we're oh, on there's topic. There's a lot of texts coming in. I should put it. Well, do your job, Ray. For goodness sakes, if we got texts coming in, get them to me. 877-399-9890. I'm just really excited that Ray Luck owns a house. He's like, oh, gosh, I'm just freaking out. I don't want to own a house. Anyways, okay, uh, we're going to talk to Ryan Recker in a few minutes. I'm going to get to some of these texts right now. Um, 877-399-9898. Lyle texts, finally, the shift is on. Love the show. Love you, Lyle. Uh, 877-399-9898 on the text. Um, that was Deb in Mississauga. I forgot to say LOL. Oh, because you like my laugh. Awesome. Thanks, Deb. Jasper says, just put 14 toilets in one room. See that? I would live in that house. I would, would you wire them? Would you, would you plumb them all in too though, Jasper, or just have them in there? What kind of toilets do these fancy new toilets? I tell you, I want to get a new, I got a text here from Nick. Hey Shane, would you walk around the house if all in all your glory, if you lived so far away from civilization? Well, I don't know. Should I ask Shane, Nick? Cause Shane's not here. My name is Eric. This is the shift I'm filling in tonight, Nick, for Shane. My name's Eric. <laughs> I can do my Shane impression if you want me to. Please do. You want me to do my... I'll read this next one as Shane. Please do. This text from John. Eric, you sure don't sound like a clean freak. You sound like a high, higher party guy. That's from John. Is that, How was that Shane? I don't know. I've never heard Shane. You haven't heard no. Shane's voice ever? No. Oh, I wow. Because you know, yeah. you're, you're not even close. No. That's why... <laughs> Yeah, well, I didn't think I would. Trust me, I don't know what he sounds like. I hear he has a great show, though. Everybody loves him, so it's fine. Uh, Nick is Nicole from Toronto. But I'm Eric Nick. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not Shane. I don't sound like a clean, clean freak, eh? Well, like a higher party guy. I'm not a higher party guy. I get high, but I don't really party. This is the Shift Daily Podcast. My man, Ryan Recker. Eric, how are you? There he is. There's that beautiful voice. I'm well, my friend. How are you? <laughs> All right. I understand you're coming <laughs> off an election right now, just like we are getting <sighs> close to ours. Let me tell you, I am so glad it's over. It was It was yeah, I just, know. I mean, I get it. They're politicians. They got to do their stuff. But with pandemics, you know, a, a grandma with dementia in the hospital, I can't go see her. I'm stressing over that. My mom's, you know, recovering from cancer, moving. I got to stress over that. Stressing over an election, too. 
let me say it, it was stressful if I didn't say that enough. So yes, <laughs> I, I am glad it's over, and I do One not, I do not envy you guys for the next what is it, seven days you got less? What, how many? Not much. Yeah, but also keep in mind yeah. that here in the United States, our election goes for years. So for you guys, from what I understand, yeah. at least there's a cap to that. Like you yeah. don't start a year and a half in advance. That's very true. Wow, they really are that long. Is is that official campaign length, or is that just when the all the campaigning starts? Oh, that's when it actually starts. Yeah. Let me find out. Hold on, I'll give you the first first DNC debate. Okay, uh, two thousand nineteen. So back. Uh, let's see. When was this? I almost have to go back and see the dates on some of these things to try to remember it. Well, there's a because, lot. Because I mean, yeah. the debates. Oh, there were so many debates. Yeah. All right, first debates, June 26, 2019. Okay. Ugh, wow. Over a year ago. Holy <laughs> dude. Yeah, we had like we had 30 days of provincial stuff, so it was like, okay, that was bad enough. Wow. Man, has there That's how far back it goes. Has there has there been one more polarizing in your lifetime, Ryan? This one, well, 2016 was pretty polarizing, yeah. uh, mostly because there was a universal dislike for Hillary Clinton becoming president. And I feel like that was in but there was also a universal dislike of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. So this one's different because I don't think Joe Biden's universally disliked. So that's oh. a little different in that sense. However, what we saw the last couple of years have been pretty nasty when it comes to politics. So that kind of changes the dynamic of this one and yeah this one's pretty bad yeah that, that's you make a good point about joe bryan though he's not universally disliked i wonder too um we um uh we have another uh, in the province of saskatchewan they're voting tomorrow for their provincial leader we had ours and because of uh, the advance voting we had a lot we had i think uh, in bc there was a million I think a million advance votes um, placed. I think you guys are something over 50 million advance votes. How long is it going to be till all these are counted up and you guys actually find out the final results? Oh, that's the great question, because here's what's going to happen. If the election is close, then what you're going to find is that these uh, provincial ballots, the ones that were sent early, are going to come into play, as mm. in are they going to have to see how strict they are to the rules? So uh, are they going to have to go through and make sure every single vote is valid? So are they going to have to make sure everything is uh, all fit and clean? That's going to be a big thing, because if there's some sort of contention, you can have one of the parties say, all right, we want to double-check this, triple-check this. Now we want to argue that these ballots aren't valid, because they shouldn't be but they were counted anyway and that could stretch out for months oh and um th the other portion of it is what about the ballots that come in late are they going to count those or what's allowed what's not allowed there's always going to be some contention into court it could even go up to the supreme court in the sense that they may have to make a ruling of what's allowed what's not allowed mm -hmm. and that's if things are close now if things are not close right Let's say there's a clear winner, then it's all a new point. But things are trending to be pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Who's in charge during all that time? Well, it'll still be the president, okay. Donald Trump, up okay. until Inauguration Day in January. Okay. But okay. If, if we don't have a president by then, the leader that would presume president would be Nancy Pelosi here in the United States, and no one wants that. <laughs> So I think that they'll have to expedite this thing as fast as possible. And that's, that's part of it. I mean, it, 
there's a, there's um, balances where this would have to get challenged. It would get kicked up to the Supreme Court, and they would have to okay. make a timely ruling. And I don't believe that they would uh, dilly dally on something like that. They would get right to work. So uh, hypothetically, it could push it out to January, and if we have no one, but you know, at some sense, there has uh. to be at least someone that would be possibly declared a winner it's it's there's so many question marks yeah this election that's why it makes it crazy yeah totally that we actually um we might have had a we went almost had a vote of non-confidence last week and almost sparked a federal election and there's supposed to be some stuff going on on monday as well that could spark again a vote of non-confidence and could potentially spark another federal election here so praying that it's not going to happen. But I wonder, too, with... I always wonder this about uh, um, American... The political system you guys have there, too. If you don't mind me asking a few more questions about this, Ryan. Oh, anything you want to know. It's, uh, okay. it's messed up, but uh, okay. somehow it works. Um, yeah. Oh, no. Um, the, I wonder about the two-party system. Are you guys officially a two-party system, or is it just usually the Republican Democrats that end up being it in the end? Yeah, that's what it normally is. So yeah. even when you go in, you're going to find libertarians might have a candidate on the ballot. The Green Party might have a candidate. Independent might have a. But the thing is, it's basically a two party candidate. It's been so long since someone that's an independent has even mattered in yeah. the election. I mean, like probably the most historic one goes back to 92 when there was a guy by the name of Ross Perot that came <laughs> on the scene. He was a trip. He was awesome. Do you remember him at all? Yes. Wasn't it Dana Carvey? Didn't he do a great Ross Perot on Saturday Night Live? Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. Ross Perot, this billionaire Texan, would uh, buy time on national television, and he would just go through his plan, and he had all of his bulletin points. Before there was a PowerPoint, he had everything on these big, giant cardboard stock pictures, and he would like go through it and explain everything that needs to be done. He grabbed, I think, 18 or 19% of the vote, which was a huge margin compared for someone that's a third party right um you know and we've seen other third parties here and there people always like to say that voting for a third party essentially puts in the person you don't want so you know pick between the two parties um you know so they always say that every single election yeah. but it never really makes that much of a difference 92 is a different story though huh interesting very interesting what are we going to talk about when this is all done ryan <laughs> I hope anything but politics. Right. I, I am looking forward to uh, thinking about uh, Thanksgiving and yeah. what we're going to be putting on the table and how much food I'm going to be Ooh. jamming in. Um, uh, you know, we got Halloween coming up this week. Do you, do you guys celebrate mm -hmm. Halloween in Canada, like on, on Halloween? <laughs> yes, Ryan, we celebrate Halloween in Canada on Halloween. <laughs> I don't know if you had, like, just like Canadian Thanksgiving's a different oh, thing. Right. I thought, oh, maybe um, I uh, see. there's a Canadian Halloween or something. <laughs> Okay, I get your question now. It totally makes sense, and it's totally legit question. Yes, it's on the regular Halloween uh, time. Um, um, I tell you, I'm from uh, uh, the province of Alberta, and I moved to BC, to Vancouver, about uh, 11 or 12 years ago. And man, fireworks in BC are like, they've already started for about two weeks before Halloween and about two weeks after. They are nonstop firing off constantly. Are fireworks popular down there? Not for Halloween. You yeah. don't ever see those for Halloween. Never. I've never. This is. Um, it's, I feel like it's only in BC. There. I've talked to people from other provinces as well, and some other states like you, and they say this is strictly a BC thing. So that's fascinating. Yeah. So what's the point of fireworks I don't know. on Halloween? I don't Just know. for the fun of it? Yeah, I guess. 
They, the, the and fi- you guys have some great fireworks lobbyists up there that snuck that extra holiday in. Oh, well, we're, we're right near, well, not this year, of course, but uh, because we're 20 minutes from the border, people used to just pop down to Washington State, my friend, and come back up, sneak the mother load of these great American fireworks that could, like, destroy a tank, and they're wonderful. Because we don't have, we, you guys have better fireworks than us, so I'll admit that. Yeah, you know, I was under the impression that a lot of these different firework displays in some places were called off because of the threat of forest fires, and they don't want that happening. So basically you have to be very careful and intentional, but they would like the uh, public displays, but not all the individual ones. Yeah, that's that's usually what uh, the, the civic politicians say, but nobody cares. And us- there's usually a fire or two <laughs> on Halloween nights, let me tell you. And it goes till 2 or 3 in the morning. My dog, Teeny Turner, she's barking and scared till about 2 or 3 in the morning every Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Great day for Thanks. an animal. Um, are, you, uh, uh, are, but- you, are you taking the kids uh, are you taking the kids out this year for Halloween or yeah, we were planning on taking our son out because he's old enough to enjoy it and get the free candy. We we have a brand new baby daughter. Probably won't be taking her out that cold and late at night. So maybe I'll just take the son around. We'll see what yeah. happens. See, I don't even know if houses are going to participate. There yeah. might not even be families doing that this year. And they uh, may not feel comfortable taking strangers candy. And there's all kinds of, you know, is it even going to happen? We're going to do it. I, yeah. I mean, I feel fine with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're just going to like, st- I, you probably don't go far anyways. It's probably just around the block. So, you know, half the people you're going to anyways. Yeah, they're pretty far stretched around. Now, there yeah. is a house in our neighborhood. Well, actually, there's two houses that are like the main two houses you don't want to miss. So there's one house in the neighborhood that last year gave out hot dogs, <laughs> which was pretty awesome. What? So, oh, yeah, hot chocolate and hot dogs. Wow. So you stop, you eat a hot dog. Yep. I will not um, I will not stop myself. I'll still eat it. I won't be concerned. And then the other place yeah. in the neighborhood, they were giving out full-size candy bars. <sighs> And that is a big plus, too. Yeah, that's a major thing. I remember the the one, I don't know what Halloween it was, but the one I remember from a kid was I got a can of Coke and a full-size, I think it was a coffee crisp, and it was one of the greatest Halloweens ever. Wow, I've never heard of Coffee Crisp. What is that? I was just going to say, wait a sec, you probably have never heard of Coffee Crisp. It's a, it's a delightful chocolate bar. It's a, a, a chocolate coating around sort of like a, a wafer, I guess, um, uh... I guess that would would, that, would you describe it as a wafer, Ray Luck? Yeah, it's definitely wafer, wafer like. Yeah, just, okay. just Google it right now. Okay, it makes my mouth water. Yeah, so yeah, yeah that's a coffee crisp, and it, I, it's got a hint of coffee, I guess, in the flavor. Is is it the same as a Kit Kat? No, not in flavor, but you're you're getting there with the the wafer sort of texture to it. It's it's similar in that way. Only it's more more of a dense, um, solid bite when you bite into it. Oh, that does look really good. Yeah. I would definitely eat those. I guess you guys Nestle don't make some. Wow. You, you guys don't have a crunchy or Smarties either. Well, do we you? have a we have a crunch bar. I yeah. don't know if that's the same thing. So that's basically a chocolate bar with rice in it, like hard. Oh that yeah, the... no, that's not the crunchy. Okay. Yeah, no, that's different. No, what, what's the? See, I'm a big fan of candy, and oh. I would probably, if I had the opportunity, go to a store and buy all of these foreign candies but I don't I don't think that is even offered here in the United States. Yeah, no, I I don't think I think you're right. It isn't. I'm just trying to get what a crunchy is made of. This I don't know how to describe. I guess it's a it's a honeycomb center. And it's a, like a sugary toffee that's sort of uh, sponge-like in it, in in its texture. And it's uh, a brown sugar kind of syrup, corn syrup kind of mashup thing. It's yeah, it's hard to describe, but it's delightful. 
Yeah. You know what I'm a fan is those YouTube pages where they take American food to other countries and they have them try our food that they look at and they'll say, that sounds disgusting. They actually (laughs) eat that in America and then they try it. And then they say, I would be 500 pounds because I would eat this all day, every day. Like they just love the way it tastes. I'm I'm so into that. And And it's like that, too. And the portions, too. I feel like you guys just you guys know what you're doing when it comes to eating and the portion size and the, the amount of chocolate and all that stuff. I've never I've only been to America, I think, maybe three times in my life. And I've never um, mm-hmm. experienced the, the candy as others have. But I have tried a couple. I can't remember what flavors, but different chip flavors that we don't have up here that you guys have down there. And you guys have some intense yeah, Mountain Dews too. as well. <laughs> Mountain Dew. That's amazing. I love what America's known for. <laughs> Mountain Dew and chip flavors. Right. <laughs> See, for for me, though, it's nice being a, a dad when Halloween comes around because then you can pick the things the kid don't like. And normally it's some of those things mm. like the Milky Ways, and those are the best ones. With Milky uh, I think Ways. At least. Oh, that's uh, delightful, yes. So good. Um, and But that is pretty much the, the story. One day my kid's going to say, I don't feel like doing this anymore. And basically, like our house, we don't actually hand the candy out. We normally put a bowl and say, take one or two or something like that. And we normally even have some left over at the end of that. Wow. People in our neighborhood, I guess, are pretty honest. Wow. You you sound like you live in the greatest neighborhood ever. I, we, I remember as a kid, <laughs> I ran into that. Oh, I'll take the whole bowl. You would be the one I'm, to steal the bowl of I would candy? Be, I'm the bowl guy, man. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, wow. Would you go with like a pillowcase or what would you take to yeah. put your candy in? Yeah, pillowcase. Yeah. And I was a little, I was a little, I was a little bad word, Ryan. I would egg houses and steal pumpkins and smash them and do all that stuff when I was in Whoa, elementary. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Rebel. I know. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, there was a tradition. You'd always go to McDonald's and get that Happy Meal that was like a plastic tub that you take trick-or-treating. Did you guys have those? Too? No, I don't know of that. Oh, man. This is great. So every Halloween, instead of there being a physical, like, a cardboard box for your Happy Meal, yeah. they would give you a, a round tub that it would come in that you they put your food in, but it would have a little handle on it so you can take it out trick-or-treating with you. It would normally be decorated as, like, a pumpkin or, a, you know, Frankenstein or whatever it is. So, the, yeah, you would get your Happy Meal, and then you'd use that bucket and take it out with you. Yeah, time. I'm seeing that right now. That's fantastic. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Another, that oh. is an American thing, too. <laughs> Is that's it? God you know, bless I wish America. All of our days, yeah. I, I wish all of our days were talking about things like this because I know, of uh, anytime I go anywhere, they sit down and it's always politics, politics, politics. You know, you find out you work at a talk radio station. Yeah. They want to talk Donald Trump with you. Everything's politics related. Oh, so yeah. I wish instead they would ask me about Halloween candy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I promise from now on, every time we'll talk, I'll bring I'll bring food up of some type. Oh, I'm a big food guy. Me I love, too. I love, food. love yeah. talking food. Me too. Do you check the food blogs too? Are you into it that way? No, not the food blogs. Um, I'm. I'm usually. I have the cooking channel or Food Network on pretty much always in the background. And yeah, I just. Oh man, and it doesn't even have to be quality food, Ryan. I don't care. It's just got to be like some type of food I can put in my stomach. Oh yeah, no. See, for me, it's not so much about the formal cooking. It's mm-hmm. I've looked at the blogs for. Oh, hey, look at that Taco Bell's got a different flavored shell this month. I better oh. go try that. You know, it's all about the novelty oh. stuff at fast food places. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize that's a thing. You know what? I might get into that. Have you ever done a bang uh, fast food bang bang? Oh no, what's that? Okay, well, we got, we only got twenty seconds here, but okay, you you just you go for three fast feed food meals in a row. So the one I did it, I did a Carl's Jr. Um, Arby's and McDonald's, and you just go three in a row. 
Wow, I love yeah, that. I'll do two, but never three. I'm oh, going to have to try that. Oh, you got to try the, three. The bang, bang, yeah, bang? Yeah, the fast food. No, just the bang, bang. I don't know where the name came from because it should be bang, 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 but it's only bang, bang. I'm going to have to bring this up to my son. He's going to want to do this. Like, <laughs> well, He'll be my partner in crime. We'll yes. do the bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Thanks, Eric. This Kevin. is great, That's my friend. Got yeah. you. <laughs> Okay. You've expanded my horizons of fast food. Good to talk to you. Have a great week. You too, my man. Always a pleasure. There's Ryan Recker of Comox, the voice of St. Louis. This is the Shift Daily Podcast. Um, I got one from John, 877-399-9898. Hey, Eric, there's three questions here. I'll try to get to all three of them. Hey, Eric, what happened to you? I don't know, man. It's been a long day. I was hitting the head a lot. I was I was beat up a lot. I was I was a loser kid. There's lots wrong. Um, next, I really like the bumper music that's playing. That's Ray Luck. Good job, Ray. Thank you. John's I, digging what you got going on. I actually thought about this a while ago, and then I started playing some music. I'll see if you can pick up the pattern. Oh, you have that's, a pattern? Yeah. I, I oh. did, I'm doing something tonight that I guess uh, you might be, and everybody listening might be able to pick out. I'm huh. just, I, fi- I found yeah. that there's a slight lack of this uh, genre, per se. Not, I don't know if it's a genre. Okay. okay. Something I thought was missing with the show since I've been listening to myself. Okay. So I've been playing music like featuring cl- more of these. Women artists? Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Yeah? Good for you, man. That's awesome. It's weird because like, no, like that. we play the bumper music yeah. or the music at the end of the hour, yeah. it's usually Rush. Is usually yes. a lot of male centric oh, bands. Yes. So I was thinking, you know what? I've, I dig it. I've never heard many female songs even played as bumper music or just end of hour songs i dig it so i'm just trying right. that out right now i like uh, i like the uh, i like how you're bubbling the bed under there for a while you're doing good work ray luck you're doing good work uh to the third and final one from john did you get smart all of a sudden no john no no i am not the smartest room person in the room ever i'm the only person in this room right now and i am not the smartest person in the room, John. Ah, got one from Jasper here. Uh, I worked at McC- uh, McDonald's for five years, and I remember the the group event, also referred to as a sexual act performed by a bunch of people together. Also, one customer introduced me to the McFudge, a McChicken sandwich. <laughs> Jasper, what is this? Sweet Jesus. A McChicken sandwich with a pump of fudge instead of mayo? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I that want... Sounds- <laughs> that sounds... Uh, that sounds good. <laughs> Jasper says, I tried it. It's shockingly good, but never again. No, never again, Jasper. You have to... T- I'm going to try that. It was the best in high school when your friend worked at McDonald's. And they would, you would, we used to always do, we'd like pull out a hair on the last bite of our burger and be like, oh, we got a hair, Johnny, and take it up. He would give us seven burgers. And we, he'd make us like, I think his Chris was his name. I can't remember. He was in Red Deer. And he would make like quadruple Big Macs for us. It was the greatest. It's hard to believe that a pump of fudge is better than mayo because we all know my ridiculous emotional problem I have with mayo. I use it all the time. 
I got a text here at 877-399-9898. How many billions of dollars are sent to Indigenous every year? Give me an effing break. I work, pay taxes, and therefore my family has access to clean drinking water. Quit your boo-hoo and BS. Wow. Tell me how you really feel. Um... No, billions and billions? No, that's not true. Give me a break. Uh, everyone works and pays taxes. Therefore, what, what does it make? That doesn't make sense. That's incredibly racist, sir. Sir, you're a racist. Thanks for your racist text. Send me another one anytime. 877-399-9898. Glad to read it and call you racist again. Um, but all right, let's get to some are you okay? How about that, Ray Luck? You ready? Is this female bumper music here? Oh, no. Is this? No, it's not. Are you okay with sore loser politicians? I kind of am. I don't expect much from politicians. So I don't expect them to to secede maturely. I like to see it just because it's not nor- it's not normal etiquette. I just want to see it for the car crash that it that is. That it is. The oh, so you, so you it like yeah. it for the? Oh, I see. I yeah. see. Okay. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Okay, I like that. Jason, you agree? Uh, well, I'm I'm not okay with it simply because I think sort of politicians should should sort of be held to a higher standard. Yeah. I think if you're if you're a sore loser, uh, you wouldn't be showing a little like a little bit of class. I think every politician, uh, like even Trump, should show like a bit of class <laughs> even when they lose. Right. Yeah. um, yeah, And I agree. I'm I'm not okay with. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. They should, but I just don't expect it from them. I really, I don't, I I just don't expect Uh, much from them. Yeah. But you're right. I agree with you hundred percent. And, and something's wrong. If you, if you don't like why, what's your problem? Why can't you just gracefully walk away? But I don't expect it. No. Why are we talking about this? Following election night, BC liberal leader, Andrew Wilkinson made a speech with the NDP with the BC NDP clearly ahead in the race, he alluded that the NDP have a good chance at winning, but made no effort to congratulate leader John Horgan. Oh, I see what you're doing here. As the results stand tonight, the NDP are clearly ahead, and it appears they will have the opportunity to form government. But with almost half a million mail-in ballots still to be counted, we don't know what the final seat count will be. And we owe it to every voter, every voter, no matter how they expressed their intention to await the final results. Elections BC has done an exceptional job of keeping us safe and keeping our democracy intact, and we need to all thank them for the good work. We have to wait for these results because everyone's voice needs to be heard. Uh, This has been an unprecedented election in terms of the level of mail-in ballots, and all of those voters have the right to have their vote counted and taken into account. I'm proud to have presented a bold plan on behalf of the BC Liberal Party to move our party into the future, to offer it to voters of British Columbia, and we will see what the final count says. Many people in this province support our vision across BC, and I want to thank them for their support of our party and for their commitment to the democratic process. Yeah. Yeah, you know, okay, I'm not okay with that. Did you I, hear? I, I'm, okay, what? Did you hear all the uh, camera flashes? The second yeah. he was like, "Oh, they're not, he's not he's not conceding." Yeah, or not calling. Then all the, a, yeah. You hear all the flutter yeah. of cameras. I wonder what his, ex- yeah. his his probably excuse was that you know the counting wasn't done yet because it was a weird kind of election, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was it, it was it was pretty weird, and and the thing is, uh, like, I think everyone sort of had a glimpse that the um, that the liberals weren't going to do too good. Um, they had a yeah. lot of problems with their campaign. Yeah. Um, and they had like like 
a couple of candidates who were who sort of um, ruined it for them, if you want to call it that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but the NDPs like they won they they won a lot of seats. Like they they pretty much dominated the election yeah. last night. Yeah. Um, and it was it was no surprise to me personally. I just but I just thought you know he should have he should have at least said, hey John Horgan, yeah. props to you. Yeah. But like, but again, he's he's still pretty salty about Horgan calling an election during this time. Mm-hmm. Like Horgan knew that he was gonna win. He wouldn't have called an election if he did. Sure. Um, but yeah, he should have just said, like, hey, congrats to Horgan and then just be done with it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They should have done a lot of things. Jason, you're totally right. I agree with you. So I'm not okay with sore loser politicians, but I ex- I don't expect them to not be that way. I guess that's what I should have said in the first place. So, yeah, you're right, but I don't expect any less from politicians. Come on, guys. Step it up, politicians. Do what Jason said. Jason knows. Jason's just a producer on a, TV, on a radio show, and he knows more about it than you do, politicians. What's up with that? Calling it out is. <laughs> I tell you. I tell you. Okay, let's get this next one. Are you okay with mullets? If it uh, had to I go. love that you said yes to this, Jason. Thank I, you for putting I, this one. Yes, go. I would say yeah. Yeah? Yeah, why not? What? It was. It yeah. happened in the 80s. I mean, <laughs> why can't it come back? Everything comes back. Yeah, that's the problem. Something should I, go away and never come back. But wouldn't you want to just try it out? <laughs> no. no. Come on, guys. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not going to okay. judge anybody that you wear whatever you want. You wear a tutu upside down, walk on your hands, wear pants on your fingers. I don't care. But something about mullets, man. Something about business in the back. What is it all? Fu- business in, this the, in front, the front, party, party in the back. In the back. <laughs> I don't know, okay. man. Yeah, go. Okay, if, if you can pick between a man bun or a mullet, what would you pick? And I, I, for me personally, I'd take man bun. I'd take death. <laughs> is there a duration of time? Head. Yeah, right. How long do I have to wear this like for? Like a week or a month? Jason, how long are we wearing this for? Uh, let's say like a month. Ooh. Ooh, man. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think. Ooh. If it was around Halloween like it is now. You know what? I'll do mullet just because I can have more fun with it. Because just like people, dudes that wear man buns, like they're ne- there's not even any fun in that. People just look at you like they don't like you. Like <laughs> you, you kombucha making hipster. Like get the get the mason jar off your oh, off man. your hip. You know what I mean? But mullets, at least you know you can. They don't, they're not focused on a like you can be a redneck and have a mullet. You can be a, a pretty hardcore Canadian like and be a mullet, a non redneck. You know, it kind of expands. So I'm going to go mullet. I guess if you're like a CEO, you can't really be can you having imagine? a mullet. Just Steve Jobs comes out with a mullet. <laughs> then I'll be in. <laughs> that would be, be good. It would be. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. We can't let that happen. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a 12-year-old boy in Illinois has landed in the spotlight after competing in the national <laughs> mullet championship. <laughs> No way. <laughs> it's this not, is a thing. It's a thing, man. It's not a common look today, but for some people, it suits them just fine. Here's WREX News with the story. Grazing goats, horses, and chickens. Typical mullet stuff. Drowned out only by the sounds of the dirt track behind them. As Noah Smith spends day and night kicking up dust on his dirt bike or maybe his four-wheeler. Ride anything with a motor. And as he gets big air off the self-made ramp, it's hard to miss his hair blowing in the wind behind him. In fourth or fifth grade, I started and I had a rat tail. And in sixth grade, I 
cut that off and just started the mullet. And that decision has now put this small town boy into the spotlight. My husband was scrolling through Facebook and saw the USA Mullet Championships were hosting a kids division and we thought our kid has a mullet so let's go for it. My mom just told me you're going to be in this competition. And I said, okay. Close to 100 entries nationwide narrowed down to 10 finalists, all rocking their own style of the retro hairdo, the waterfall, the Texas tailgate, the Tennessee top hat, among others. Then there's Noah, whose flow is known as the freedom flapper. He is all about the USA, America. He <laughs> loves flags. He's a big supporter of the military. And then just the fact that the mullets flap him behind him really really solidifies that that name that they gave him. Noah wasn't all about this competition at first, but now that he's a finalist, he's excited at the chance of being the best in the country and winning the $500 prize that comes along with it. His class has been voting, the school's behind him, all of our friends and family are behind him, and it's been really neat to just spotlight Noah. Business in the front, party in the back, <laughs> and hopefully a championship in the coming days. Again, Noah, all the power to Noah. You get your yeah. championship, bro. You do your thing. But everything he was doing was very mullet-oriented. And I'm not okay with mullet. The freedom flapper, though, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> and there's only 100 people nationwide in this contest. That tells you that a lot of people agree with me when it comes to the, the, the mullet. <laughs> Getting some text at 877-399-9890. I had no idea that this was a thing. Um, a dork knob <laughs> is is a man bun is a different term for a man bun so we got a random <laughs> dork knob they got one from Dwayne said a mullet is better than a dork knob i mean man bun that's really funny i didn't realize that eric i think you would look fantastic with a man bun john how dare you john i would not i would look horrible lyle says i style my hair pompadour style but i'm also older than you guys <laughs> like pompadour like like a beehive Oh, text a picture, Lyle. I want to see your pompadour style. Good for you, though. Sport that, bro. Be proud of your hair. If it's mullet or a dork knob. <laughs> it's like, I think it's like high in the front. It's like a, it's like a sort of like a comb over, but it's, uh, it's a bit higher what? in the uh, front. Cause that's sort of what, um, what? yeah, pompadour. that's a modern Are you talking about a pompadour. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're the haircut pro. You like haircuts. I mean, do you I have, do like wait, haircuts. wait, Jason, do you have a pompadour? Um, similar. It's a, it's similar to a pompadour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because okay. I don't have enough hair in the back of my uh, in the back of my head to to do a full like right to put it all at the same length. So the front is always a bit higher than the back. So I guess you can call it okay. a little bit of a pompadour. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. But I see. I I don't know. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, because the pompadour is it's pomping in the front. Boom. Yeah. Wow. I just I've been doing my own hair for like the longest time. I've never got my, I haven't got my hairstyle since like high school. I just put it on number, number three, zip it off. Gone. No pompadour over here. Would you ever fade your hair? I used to have a fade. I, I oh, dude, God. I had fades. I had fades. I had, I did a, oh gosh. <laughs> I had an undercut as a kid. I had, I did the, the bowl on the head style. I had frosted tips. For a short, oh, <laughs> I need to see that. For a I need short to see that. amount of time, <laughs> I got the picture somewhere. It's actually an actual photograph too, like printed out. It's not on my camera or anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll have to All find right. it.
Pompadour, see next, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, that's show. right. I will. I'll, br- I'll bring it in for you tomorrow. Um, Pompadour's Conan O'Brien. Good one, random texter from 403, random phone number. That's a great Pompadour. He's got great hair, Conan O'Brien. This is the Shift Daily Podcast. Jason is famous. Not not famous. Not famous yet. Um, so basically what happened was uh, my, uh, my church does an international film competition. Um, and my friend, uh, who's a director, uh, asked me to produce the film. Uh, so we had about, I think, about six or four months to, uh, to film this movie. And now uh, we apparently won an award. And, that, and since the, uh, our church is based in the Philippines, the award ceremony is coming out of there. Like usually we, they'd, like, they'd probably fly us over for the award ceremony. But this is just going to be a virtual ceremony. So we have to be all together um, at the Burnaby location um, to accept this award. Um, and that's why, in case you missed, it's got to be a bit early tonight. You're part of an international film festival. Yes. And they for, were going to church though. Yeah. They, it doesn't matter what it's for. It could be for your elementary school. You, they would have flown you to the Philippines to accept an award. Wherever it is, wherever, like they, wherever they it would do be. the, right, right. Yeah, they, they do the event. Um, I think last time they did it in like America. What's so, America? America? Uh, yeah. What's the, what's the awards called? Um, the INC Cinema Film Awards. INC Cinema Film Awards? Yeah. Isn't that like redundant? Cinema? Film Awards? Cinema I'm, Film? I'm, cinema Film? I'm, Just saying. I'm guessing. I'm guessing what the awards are called. Oh, okay. The, like the whole production is called INC Cinema. Oh, I don't okay. know what the awards are called, but I'm, that, that's what I'm guessing oh, the awards okay. are going to be called. And you know yeah. what? Do you know what awards you're winning? No, no, no idea. We we wow. still don't know what what award we won, so it'll we're going in there with a uh, blind eye. Can we watch? Yeah, can we watch this movie? Is can this, we watch your acceptance speech? Is this like on Zoom? Can we stream this on uh, the show? <laughs> I'll I'll find out for you guys. I'll find out for you guys, and I'll let you guys know. Because yeah, if we could have Jason taking his award live on the radio at right? one thirty. I mean, that's me, content. Me doing, let's me let's doing a victory speech <laughs> on air. Yeah, that do would be fun. You, do you have a, a speech written? Um, the, not me. Cause I was just a producer. The, the director does the director. Does okay. Say, yeah. Oh, so you're just going to stand yeah. there and look pretty. Yes, exactly. You, my, do, uh, you got your hair, nice you got your haircut yeah. today, didn't you? Or yesterday. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I had to get my hair cut for this, man. Come what, on. what are you? Okay. Really quick. What's your outfit? What are you wearing? You're getting, oh, really quick. Um, Dwayne says, congratulations. Lyle says, congratulations. Good job. Oh, thanks guys. I'm uh, wearing a turtleneck no, with a uh, no. double breasted peacoat blazer. Oh. Um and yeah, that's what I'm rocking. You gonna wear tonight. a turtleneck, go dude? Green, so. You gonna wear a turtleneck? Yeah, oh, are you sure, bro? Yeah. yeah, bro. Are you sure? No, no, no tie, no tie today. <laughs> no, but the I'm turtleneck. That's like okay. That's just, I need a picture. The mullet. I need to. Yeah, I'm just. Mullet. I have a hard time with turtlenecks, so I got to see. What you, I know your style, and dude, I trust your fashion. Like it's Jay, he gets his haircut once a day for God's sakes. He knows what he's <laughs> doing. But a turtleneck, okay. man. What I'll do is I'll I'll take a <laughs> selfie of my fit and I'll post it on Twitter. Yes, and then you can see it down there. Yes, so what, do that. Do. do that, and we will <laughs> we will judge you and point out all your flaws. <laughs> all right, Matt, <laughs> okay, thanks. sweet. Thanks for participating. <laughs> Getting some texts here. Uh, well done, an award from the Philippines! Exclamation point. Uh, I miss reasons to dress up. Kudos on women musicians. Appreciate that, Allie in Calgary. She's running through a bunch of things, so I'm just gonna go with go with it here. Uh, this August, enjoyed a burger outside A&W. A wasp started enjoying my burger, too, as I found out when it stung the inside of my mouth twice. Ew! It won and got the... Ooh, Allie! Dang! In the mouth? Like on the roof of the mouth? 
Like on the cheek? Ooh, that did not feel good. Got a text from Lyle. Jason, turtleneck is okay. Check out the Manzini Italian silk shirts. They're a bit pricey, but I'm sure it could be your new style. I wear them. Price 525 bucks each. Whoa. Whoa. Somebody texted, though. John texted that. I bet Jason is a secret millionaire, and I agree. Anybody who oh, man, anybody who looks that good all the time has a lot of money. That's just a thought I have. Uh, but um, <laughs> really quick back to this. Uh, Susie says, go V-neck instead of turtleneck. Okay. I, I can see that. Yeah? Okay. You're going to take that advice? Yeah. Okay. Really quick, Jason. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce you. And can you just do a quick little acceptance speech for the, the movie that you did? All right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll okay. Good. Hold on. Right. Here we go. Okay. The International Cinema Film Awards brought to you by Fidget Spinner presents the award for best producer in a turtleneck, Jason Manawis. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'd like to thank um, everyone who helped in this film. I'd like to thank God, my family, and I'd like to thank everyone who wears a turtleneck. Um, Your legacy will be lived through me. Thank you so much. (laughs) And that was the award for best producer with a turtleneck, Jason Manawis. That was awesome. Nice. Whoa, man. They love you, buddy. They love oh, you. Man. Well, I'm good for you, man. People are giving you props. Good job. That's cool. Thanks. That's thanks. cool. We're talking about Jason Manawis, producer who's going to and accept an award, an international film award. He produced on a movie, and he's got to do an international Zoom call. Oh, I hope nothing nasty goes on on that. Uh, we were talking about um, uh, Pinky and the Brain before, and someone tw- uh, texted, NARF! What are we going to... Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? Yes, Brain, but we're going to find... Oh, I can't do the impression. Damn! I used to be able to do it. But I, I go into some weird Australian accent every time I try and do an English accent. Does Pinky even have an accent? Yeah, it's a it weird kind of Ameri- accent, isn't it? Is it like a sou- no, it's not isn't southern. It? It's a weird affect on his voice. Yeah. NARF! Um, someone asked, where can we find the film that Jason... We'll, we'll find out tomorrow. List, you have to tune in tomorrow. We'll find a clip of the film and Jason's acceptance speech and get all that info so everybody can pay attention. Narf. Uh, this is... I've got a text here, 877-399-9890. Look at this, Ray. Peter Tork texted. The man himself? Congratulations, Jason. You're an international award. Wow. Wait, he is the award? Wait, is Jason getting handed to someone? This is, is this, how oh. old is he? He's not a child, right? No, this he's it's child fine. Child. It's fine. Okay. Jason's like 30. Okay. He's got to be. We got another text. Don't wear the turtleneck. Agreed. I mean, the guy's got fashion coming out the ying, but woof. Wait, we, we only talked about his upper torso. Yeah. Did we talk about his lower extremities? Well, he's probably not going to wear pants. Yeah, it's a Zoom call. Yeah, yeah. So he's probably going to be. It's going to be fine. <laughs> just pantsless just pantsless. With a turtleneck. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's great. There's a visual for you all. Enjoy. Uh, Jason Manawis in a turtleneck and no pants with a dookie gold chain. Don't wear the turtleneck. Agreed. I don't know. Yeah, again, it's just that one guy. Just something about a turtleneck. And a fanny pack. I can't get my hand around a fanny pack. I saw a really nice fanny pack the other day. But I, it's, a, it's a fanny pack. But they're so useful. They are very utilitarian. I know, but something, it's, I guess maybe it's just the, the time I grew up. Because if you wore a fanny pack, you got beat up, basically. The only, like, same with, um, you know, one of those, um, 
not they're not tracks windbreakers remember the neon yeah. colored yeah. windbreakers in yeah. the 90s sure I you used to stuff them in now. a pouch remember yeah. is that the one oh, you're talking yeah, about you yeah roll them up and yeah I, they're like they're like paper thin. Yeah, right? they're, they're those great. Are, those are awesome. Yeah, I wish, they, would, I wish get, they would come back. You don't get beat up for wearing those. You can wear those. Those are making a comeback. Yeah, from my, yeah. On my mom. No, come on, well, that's man. That's the one they've been they've had for a while. Though. Oh well, there's new ones that look good. Really? You can okay. put it. You can put this the the coat pack in your fanny pack. Ah. Would you use a fanny pack? I again, it's an age thing. It must be. I want to wear one because I'm starting to go fishing a lot, and I think that is of use. Okay. 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 Okay, you, that's fine. That's fine too. Like a fanny pack for utilitarian uses, yeah, is okay. Put a knife in there, fishing lure, whatever. Little joints for your the road, whatever. Bottle opener, but yeah, to wear it out like the Rock did in that. Remember the picture of the walk? The, the walk. The, the walk. <laughs> I read a text <laughs> that started with a W, and I said, <laughs> "Yes, it's like walk with Yan." Remember what? And you know, anyways, yeah. What movie was that? He had a fanny pack. No, there's a picture of the rock oh, yeah, way back. The, he's standing yeah, there. The the 90s, the black, yeah. oh, he's yeah. got a black turtleneck and a gold chain. Oh, there God. you go. And he looks like an idiot. You know what would be funny? If Jason oh, sends the picture tomorrow and that's the exact <laughs> that's look. Exactly. He looks like the rock. Uh, as he accepts his international. I mean, we're making fun of him, but the guy won an international award, so it's fine. Yeah, see, 877-399-9890. We're getting text. Dwayne Johnson, world turtleneck in a fanny pack. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's called a K-Way. Oh, I just touch screen the touch screen. I still have my K-Way from the 80s. Ha ha ha, Susie from Alberta. <laughs> it was totally a K-Way. Oh my goodness, those were great. K-Way. I'm just going to Google it really quick so I can have a look. K-Way in the fanny pack. Hmm. Fascinating. Where, oh, do we call, are we allowed to call the t-shirt that nowadays? Is that politically correct? I the, don't know. Um, the spousal abuse shirt? I feel like <laughs> I can say it mockingly. Yeah, you but- can, you can, the, what it is is um, someone says wear, uh, wear a wife beater, which I don't think we're supposed to, I, I mean, I'm not uh, saying, you can call it what you want, John, I don't get me wrong, but I don't know what else to call it because that's all I've ever called it. Tank top? Is that a tank top? I think so. Okay, a, a white tank a top? A white tank top. Okay. Is synonymous in the past with, you know. Yeah, sure, sure. It's all stereotypical BS, but yeah, that's where the name came from. Okay. It's funny how we we accepted that for so long. Though. So long. We say throw it around so casually. I right? used to love wearing those spousal abuse shirts. Is that what we call them? <laughs> <laughs> not funny. <laughs> no, not funny. Stop laughing. Oh, and a really quick, I want to get to this text really quick. Then I'll get to some headlines. Or might do something else. We'll see. Um, Danny Trejo rocks a fanny pack. I can't argue with anything Danny Trejo wears. <laughs> but he looks foolish. <laughs> okay. We're talking. I really enjoyed your show, John from Robert. John. Rob- I'm not John, you guys. This is not. I'm not John Jang. My name is Eric. <laughs> For goodness sakes, Robert from Winnipeg. My name is Eric. John hosts a Friday, and I fill in for everyone. So I'm the fill-in guy. So I fill in for Shane. <laughs> what else? We got, we got another text here. Here we go. This is, this is Peter. Oh, we got another text from Peter. Peter Torque again from the monkeys. Jason, wear a turtleneck and we'll make you the fifth monkey. No, no one wants to join the monkeys. Mind you, one of the guys in the monkeys, mother invented whiteout. I can't remember which one though. Okay, does, it, ser- does it matter? <laughs> no, it doesn't. They're all wearing turtlenecks. It doesn't matter. 
Thank you for listening to the Shift Daily Podcast. Tune into the show online or on the radio.